Carrie Wang woke in a military hospital. She stared at the walls, wondering if she was still in the last throes of death. She'd heard those final seconds elongated out forever. If she could choose her final seconds, she'd choose to be with her ship. Drink this. An orderly pushed a straw into her mouth. She sucked obediently. Water. She pushed it away. My crew? The orderly didn't answer, which was answer enough in itself. My ship? The orderly moved away. She couldn't feel her legs. She went over and over the last three minutes of ship time. What if she had moved the Carrie Wang the other way? What if she'd moved five seconds earlier? What if she'd jumped as soon as the other ships had? The medical staff came and went. Drink this, move that, how does it feel? She still couldn't feel her legs. She used her elbows to raise the top half of her body, already knowing what she'd see. The hump of a cage over her thighs that went down to almost where her knees might have been. Below that, the bed was flat. A Commodore in a shiny dress uniform came to sit by her bed one day and debrief her. He brought with him two aides, as smartly dressed as their boss, and a long-nosed soldier with a deep red face who wore the seal of a psychiatrist to the right of his name, Ophir. He looked as if he should be in the bed, not her. Tell us what happened, the Commodore said. She wished he'd go away, but she was a soldier, so she reported to the best of her ability. Not that she was very clear, not with the drugs they were sending through her system. Four ships, cloaked. She had to enunciate carefully. G.U. Byers, G.U. Haralampiev, G.U. Van Andringa, and the G.U. Akaki. Bless Will with his attention to detail. She blinked hard at the memory. Are you sure? One of the aides asked. She nodded once. Are you absolutely sure? Yes. She made it as clear as she could. Captain Carrie Wang is a decorated officer, Ophir said. She ran a ship with 200 crew. That ship was gone now, as dead as her crew. He added gently, I don't think you should be questioning her observations. He winked at Carrie Wang. She couldn't even smile. The aide nodded, but said stiffly, Those ships were accounted for. None of them was anywhere near that sector at the time of the accident. Accident. The surge of anger was the first real emotion she'd felt. It wasn't an accident. It was the deliberate destruction of my ship. An act of war. Maybe you didn't have time to identify the ships properly, the Commodore said. Will had identified them. He didn't make mistakes like that. No. All Carrie Wang wanted to do was get rid of them. Four ships, cloaked. They uncloaked. The adrenaline rush from the anger subsided and left her head as muzzy as her mouth. They jumped. They left a masson field, as big as... She couldn't move her hands wide enough to encompass the enormity of it. Couldn't control her hands either. One knocked into the other aide, who jumped back, startled. A masson field? The first aide said. Do you know how big they can make them? A lot bigger than people realized. Cut my ship to pieces. The Commodore and his aides looked at each other as if wondering if she was lucid enough to report. The Commodore stood up. Thank you, Captain, 
You've been most helpful. The psychiatrist stayed behind. My name's John Ophir, he said. Call me John. I'll be around if you need me ask. Everyone here knows me. She moved her head in acknowledgement, almost too tired to nod, and didn't even notice him go. What could she have done differently in those last three minutes? One day, she woke to realize she could feel her legs again, which was impossible because she didn't have legs anymore. But feel them she could, and the doctors who crowded around that day all looked pleased with themselves. Move your right leg, a bearded doctor.